Hello, Angel Muffins. It is me, MLB, and I am back with the fourth episode of the Mary Lacey Bank Show. So today's episode, I'm really going to step into my zone of genius, which I'm so excited about. And it is all about having fun as a skill. So one of the things that I get told from, or I guess one of the biggest compliments I get told in my life is, wow, Mary, you are so much fun. You have so much energy. And first of all, Thank you. Thank you for recognizing greatness when you see it. And although, yes, I was kind of born like this, I did, you know, as Beyonce would say, I did wake up like this. Having fun is a skill that I am naturally good at, but it is something that I had to relearn as an adult. It is something that I, you know, through schooling, through trying to fit in, through all of those things, I lost it and I gave up on it and I tried to do this thing in life called conforming to society and uh, I found myself in a place where I was extremely depressed (laughs) and one thing that I learned through being depressed and one thing that I used to get out of it was using having fun and play as medicine and through that I learned a lot of ways to have fun and I found myself in this place, and I think so many people do. I was waiting to have fun until I went on vacation. I was waiting to have fun until I got a good grade on my paper. I was waiting to have fun until I had my degree. I was waiting to have fun until I had the job. I just kept waiting, waiting, waiting. And although, yes, it is easy to have fun when you just got a good grade on a paper, it's easy to have fun when you're on vacation, it is a little bit more, I guess it takes more effort to have fun in your everyday life. But your everyday life is happening a majority of the time. I think most of us have what, like two weeks of paid vacation. And most of us work five days a week with two days of the weekend. Like we are working and doing the mundane, the majority of our lives. (laughs) And if we are keep waiting until those two days out of the week to have fun, or if we keep waiting for vacation to have fun, that's a lot of time that we are like not spending in the present moment. You know, if, if you say something like, oh, I'm just living for the weekend. Well, you're not living in the present moment. And one of the biggest things of being a, of being a human on this planet, of living a spiritual life, and not only just a spiritual life, but just living your best life as a human is being in the present moment and having fun where you are, growing where you are planted. And so today I'm going to share with you some skills, some life hacks, some way of some ways of thinking and some things that you can sprinkle into your day to just have fun in your everyday life. So something else to think about is a, a reason that I, I think of having fun as a skill is you know, we are human beings on this planet for, let's say, 80 years. And most of us at a cognitive level didn't necessarily choose to be here. I think at a soul level, we all chose to be here. But, you know, at a cognitive level, maybe not. And like, if, if we get to be here, why not make it fun? You know, having fun feels good. And being being sad feels good bad (laughs) like it really is that easy and I think there are ways that we can teach ourselves to have more fun so with that being said 
The first thing I want to share with you that I do to have fun is I literally pretend like my life is a reality TV show. So this is something I've been playing with lately and it is so much fun because it lets me not take my life so seriously and it allows me to detach myself from situations like I literally go about my life pretending like it is a mixture between a comedy special a reality tv show and gossip girl and so as things are happening I'm narrating it in my head as if I'm the gossip girl you know the one that goes xoxo gossip girl it's like oh no Mary just ran a half marathon what will she do next like that is the type of narrative that's going on in my head and again, since it's a comedy special, it's all kind of funny. So even when I'm in therapy and I'm learning about my childhood trauma, and even when I am, I don't know, in a heated conversation with my sister or whatever, I'm able to think, oh, wait, this is a comedy special and it's actually really funny. And this also brings up a bigger, uh, I guess, way of thinking about life, which is that life is a movie. And this is something I am so, I just feel so strongly about. Like, I absolutely think our lives are movies. I think the biggest gift that we have in life is to learn how to be the director of our movie. And the director of the movie gets to decide, like, who's in the movie, who's the lead character. And we are the lead characters of our lives. We are the main characters of our lives. This is something that I learned from a book I just listened to um, on tape. It's her name is Tinks. I'm sure most of you most of you have heard of her, but if you haven't, look her up. I love her book called The Shift, but she talks so much about main character energy. And this is something that when you pretend like your life is a comedy special, like you are already harnessing that main character energy. You know, like nobody wants to watch him like make your movie good. You know, nobody wants to watch a movie of like like a sec like a secondary character like that would be a terrible movie and for most of my life I have been using second character energy and what that looks like is you know first of all pick me energy which I used to bring into like all of my dating situations where it was just like pick me pick me or you know like this this idea of sitting around and waiting that is super secondary character energy and those are things that throughout my podcast and throughout our time together like I just really want to encourage you to let that shit go. Like we are main characters of our story. We don't have pick me energy because we've picked ourselves and we're not waiting for fun to fall out of the sky. We're out doing it. We're out generating our own fun. We're out having the time of our lives. So with that being said, let's move on to the second thing that I do to make life fun. And this, this is fantasies. So before I go any further, I just want to say if you are a human being on this planet, if you have anxiety, if you future trip, or if you in any way think about worst case scenarios, you my friend are living in fantasies. And that is totally normal. And what I want to encourage you to do is use your power to future trip, use your power to generate anxious spirals in your head and harness that to think of fantasies that are fun. Think of fantasies that serve you. And this is something that your being does not know the difference. Like if your brain is thinking about a future situation, 
that is good or bad, it is going to release chemicals as if that thing is happening. That is why visualization is so powerful. So let's use this tool as a way to increase all the good feelings in our being so that we can literally become magnets and attractors to the realities that we want. So with that being said, I'm going to tell you all a story about a fantasy that just came into my life during my half marathon that is so fun. So for those of you who run half marathons or any type of distance marathons, or even if you don't, let me just tell you, miles five through eight is when, in my opinion, these are the most crucial miles of the race. Because if you can get through miles five through eight, you've already completed the half marathon. Like if you can get halfway through the half marathon, you can do it. And that to me, that's that's like the biggest mind mind F, because if your hip starts hurting during any of those miles, it's kind of hard to keep going. So with that being said, I shit you not, right at the fifth mile, we, at, at the fifth mile, we had an aid station. Oh, my God. You guys will not believe what popped out of the woodwork, okay? It was a six-foot-tall man with brown hair, brown scuff, and a naked ring finger on his left hand. Yes, him. And he was wearing a gold shirt. Who wears a gold shirt to a race? Like, it was such BDE, I can't even tell you. Anyway, so one thing that I love to do in races is I love to let other people set my pace. So like, yes, like I'm kind of setting my own pace, but I love to just kind of like run behind somebody who's at a really good pace and just kind of like stick with them for a while and then either move on or just stay behind them. So obviously, once I saw Mr. BDE, I'm like, all right, I'm just going to chill behind this guy. So I start running behind Mr. BDE and I created a whole fantasy in my head let me tell you all about it so me and Mr. BDE we were he was my boyfriend I was his girlfriend we had just traveled to the Grand Tetons from where we we live in a mountain town together we have a jeep we have a dog and a cat and we both work remote and we are working on creating a business together and we have been um, using the last 12 weeks to train for this marathon together and he's a little bit faster than me I'm a little bit slower but he pushes me and it's really great we have a really great relationship he's super goofy and funny and we laugh we love the outdoors and we love personal development together I just created this whole scenario in my head and we had just landed in Jackson Hole we actually took the the plane to Jackson Hole and uh as soon as we're done with the race, we're going to spend the rest of the weekend just frolicking through Jack's and having the time of our lives on our vacation. So I spent miles five through eight living in that fantasy. And even in miles five through eight, when I started feeling like, oh, shit, I kind of want to give up or like, oh, shit, this kind of sucks. I was just so caught up in the fantasy of like, oh, my God, this is my guy. You know, this is my me next. This is this is a perfect example of a me next, which if you haven't listened to that podcast episode, when you're done listening to this one, go listen to me next. It's episode two. But it was just a total me next situation. I was so caught up in the fantasy that this guy was my boyfriend that I forgot about anything. Next thing I know, I'm at mile eight. He speeds up at the mile eight aid station. 
I stay behind. But I was able to like ride that energy for the rest of the race. Just knowing that he existed, just knowing that a guy like that existed was so exciting. And uh, so anyway, that is obviously a way that I make life so fun is by living in fantasies. And it helps me get more clear on what it is that I want and what it is that I do desire. So let's create some fantasies. So the next thing that I love to do to make life fun is I love a good accent. So here's the fun thing about practicing accents. You don't have to do anything for this. You just have to change the way that you're talking. And so for me, I I really only have two accents that I do. One of them is I love to do my British accent. This is my British accent. It's really fun. And I just love her, darling. My second one is my country Karen accent. I love to do her as well. But so both of these accents serve two different purposes. So the British accent, this is a very powerful tool because an American six is a British eight. So if at any point in your day you're feeling a little mm, not super sexy, all you have to do is just change your accent, darling, and you automatically jump two points on the hotness scale you don't even have to shower you don't have to change your clothes you don't even have to put on makeup and you're already sexier and it's just a really fun way and you just get to sip your sip your tea with your pinky up and feel all fancy so I also love to use the British accent on a first date because for instance oh hello darling it's kind of sexy you know it's kind of fun it's playful and it lets the guy know that you're like it lets the guy know that you're dating that first of all you're fun and it's a great way to see if he's fun too like can he come back like can he give you an accent back really recently i was on a date and i i brought out the british accent and he came back with a really sexy scottish accent that was so good it was like it was wild how good it was but anyway it was so fun and it let me know that this guy knows how to have fun and like I said, it also lets the guy know that you're dating that like that you're not your average bear. So with that being said, country accents. So country accents are something I love to use when let's say your day just isn't really going like how you wanted it to. Like let's say it's raining outside, but you were going to go for a long bike ride and now you can't. You might say something like, well, doggone it. It's raining cats and dogs outside, and I don't think I'm going to be able to go off my bike ride. This is this is wicked unfortunate, but I guess I'm just going to have to stay inside and record a podcast instead. That is, that's a great use of Country Karen. Also, I used Country Karen, and this was in one of my reels that I did a few months back. Uh, I used Country Karen when I got ghosted by uh, a bunch of men. Uh, Country Karen really helped me get over getting ghosted, because she's just... Country Karen, she just says, oh, oh, bless your heart. Oh, oh, bless your heart for ghosting me. So, uh, yeah, accents, super fun, super easy. Doesn't cost any money. Just pop out an accent. Okay, something else I love to do to make life fun is singing. So one thing I especially love to do impromptu songwriting. So, for instance, this just happened to me this week. I logged on to my bank account and I forgot to enroll in auto like payment or whatever. So they charged me like a like some fee for not paying it on time. So here's what I did. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't believe another day went by and I forgot to set up auto withdrawal and now I have to pay 
a fee. I guess I will enroll in automatic payment. Like little things like that. Because immediately I was super pissed that I had to pay this payment and it really sucked. But then I just kind of sang about it. And again, it helps you not take life so seriously. And uh, which is, you know, super important because I, I do that sometimes. And I think a lot of us do. We take life too seriously. But I think singing about it and making like song can be really powerful. Another thing is I I don't know about you, but like if I walk into Woodman's, for instance, and they're playing Mariah Carey circa 1993. Oh, my God. I lose my actual shit. Like it is one thing if you go into Spotify and you like methodically choose the song. I mean, that that still can hit. But if you walk into Woodman's and they're playing your jam it's just a whole different vibe. So yes, I will sing audibly out loud in the grocery store while I'm in the produce section pushing my cart on that really weird tile that they have in there. I absolutely will. And it makes life, it just makes life fun. It makes things fun. It makes grocery shopping fun. And it honestly, I notice that it makes people around me have more fun too. So you kind of become like a joy generating machine. So that is one thing. Another thing I love to do is dancing. Okay, dancing is something that I absolutely love to do. So there are a couple of ways that you can incorporate this into your life. So the first thing you could do is go to like, you know, the sports club and do Zumba. That is so fun. I've started doing that with one of my friends from childhood. We do that on Wednesdays. Oh my God, it's so fun. And I love dancing in a mirror. Like dancing in a mirror is so fun. And you kind of like make eye contact with yourself and you know, you get all sexy. It's super fun. So dancing in a mirror is a blast and a half. Another thing that I love to do is I love to just dance in my everyday life. And this is something that I really started to harness when I worked at Starbucks. So I think it was like every Saturday or something during COVID, it became pop punk Saturday where we would like only play pop punk music and we would just dance like the whole time at work. And it was so much fun. And we would do, so I love a good booty bump. And this is something that you can incorporate into your life. It's so easy. Just a good booty bump. The one thing I will say is if you have a friend who is very skinny, do not booty bump them. Because you might hurt them. Just letting you know from personal experience, I might have hurt my friend from booty bumping them. But dancing is really fun. And just from an overall like chakra perspective, from an overall energy being perspective, it gets it it really like mixes up the energy in your being. It moves stuff and it helps you just overall keep a higher frequency and a higher vibration. So this is something, you know, I work from home and I dance all the freaking time. Like, I don't know. I'll just get up and like go to the bathroom or something and like I'll dance my way back to my desk or something but it's I I just find dancing to be a great way to like increase your shift and have more fun okay so another thing that I love to do to make life fun is making an entrance so I know that not everyone listening to this podcast is an extrovert who loves attention like me so I'm gonna give you a couple of different options for making an entrance so one of the ways that I love to do an entrance, and this is for my extroverts out there, is I love to bring a Bluetooth speaker with me. And first of all, I have an entrance song. This is important. 
I play this song basically whenever I go anywhere. I'm not kidding. It is Machine Gun Kelly's Paper Cuts, specifically live from the Red Rocks. It is so good, and it's his live song. So while I'm listening to it, it literally, like, I, pre- of course, I pretend that I'm MGK, and it feels like, you know, I'm, I'm feeling the energy of the live crowd. It feels so fun, feels so good. So that is my entrance song. So, like, before I go to the gym, before I go to, like I said, anything, I am playing this song. Okay, but one thing I love to do is I love to get my JBL speaker. I love to play Machine Gun Kelly, like, out loud. And I love to make my entrance that way. So, like, I don't know if I'm. I did this a few months ago when I went to a house party. <laughs> I uh, I brought my Bluetooth speaker, and I was playing Machine Gun Kelly's Paper Cuts. Walked right in. I don't know. They're playing some like card game, and next thing I know, we are all jamming out to the song. It was so much fun, and it was just it was so unexpected, and it was so great. I also do this whenever I'm going to hang out with my niece or something like that. And uh, before I go into the gym, I p- this is this is a great thing to do for my introverts out there. I put my headphones in and then I start playing my entrance song. So like I walk into the gym and I are, you know, I'm I, I'm channeling that BDE. You know what I'm saying? I am feeling so good. I'm making an entrance. I'm feeling confident because this is my entrance song. Scan my card like I'm the baddest girl, you know, like I'm just about to go murder it in the gym. And it makes me feel so good. So I highly recommend making an entrance. And this goes back to what I was talking about before is like that main character energy. You know, when like the main character walks into the room in the movie, everyone looks at her or like she's just so confident. That is you, my friend. Okay, so pick out a song and make it happen, either with the speaker, play it in your car or put it in your headphones. So another thing that I love to do to make life fun is I literally celebrate everything. And actually at my old J-O-B, I got culture champion two quarters in a row. And the reason I got it was because of my ability, my capacity to, I just wanted to celebrate everything. <laughs> like, like if there was ever an opportunity for, like if it was somebody's birthday, if somebody got a promotion, I was like emailing my boss instantly like, hey, can we do a champagne toast for this person? Or, oh my God, it's so-and-so's birthday. Can we get a birthday cake and candles? Like I was on, I was just on it. So I got culture champion uh, two, two, like I said, two quarters in a row. Also at that job, uh, I got a Bluetooth speaker and I brought it into the the room where, where we all worked and we all got to play our own music. Just little things that made life really fun. And like let it let us celebrate the little things at work, you know? So what I mean by celebrating everything is, for instance, if you took a shower today, if you washed your hair and if you brushed your teeth, you know what, baby girl? You didn't have to do that, but you did. So go you. You know, when you go to bed at night and whatever your goal was for the day, I don't know, if you hit all of your macros if you went to the gym, if you meditated this morning, or even if you didn't do those things, if you just walked your dog, or if you just made it through the day, like celebrate that, do something. And I think the way we celebrate is totally different and unique to us. I think the biggest way that I celebrate is by listening to music and dancing and like getting really hype. So, you know, to me, basically any Drake song is is a celebratory song. Or like any Machine Gun Kelly song is a celebratory song and I love to dance and whatever. 
but I want you to find what makes you want to celebrate. That could be like high-fiving your partner or texting your accountability buddy or whatever it is, but I want you to get curious and find it. And one thing that I want to say about celebrating too is um, I want to encourage you to try to find things to celebrate that do not involve food or alcohol. And the reason I say that is I think that those are some things that become, you know, really go to celebratory measures. But when you can find cel- like celebration within your being, when you don't need something outside of you, it is a really powerful feeling. And I just find it to be so much more rewarding. So I really want you to play with that and see how it goes. Okay, so the last thing that I do, which I'm so excited to share with you, is I FaceTime. I am such a big proponent of FaceTime to have fun. I'm telling you what, FaceTime to have fun. If you text me and your text goes blue, there's no reason that you shouldn't be FaceTiming me right then and there, okay? FaceTiming, what I always say is there is no time like FaceTime. And did you know it's so fun? So on FaceTime now, you can actually share a song with either Spotify or I believe it's either Spotify or Apple Music. So, for instance, I can call my girl Erica in Arizona. We can be on FaceTime and we can literally start listening to MGK together right then, right there, just from our phones. So that is so much fun. And, you know, if you work from home or not even that, if you just don't see your friends all the time because you have a busy life, busy job, I just think FaceTime can be such a fun way to incorporate more of the people that you love into your life and a good way for you to generate more love in their life too, which is, you know, ultimately what this is all about. So, oh wait, I have one, (laughs) I have one more thing to share about FaceTime. So this is a really fun game that I created that I'm so excited to share with you. It is called FaceTime Roulette, my friends. And here's how it works. So let's say you take your sister's phone, your dad's phone, your mom's phone, your friend's phone, your neighbor's phone. You just take somebody else's phone, your situationship's phone, and uh, they get to take your phone too. And they go into your contacts and you only get one skip, one skip. So that again, one skip. So basically you scroll through until you see someone's name who sounds really interesting to you and you FaceTime them. And um, I particularly love to go for people, for instance, if, if you're in a guy's phone, I love to FaceTime uh, people who have like one, like, for instance, Stacy with like a blowfish next to her. Who's this girl? Let's FaceTime her and see what's up. Or like if you're scrolling through someone's phone and the name is Man Man. Okay, who's this guy? Anyway, I love FaceTime roulette. I've met some really fun people doing FaceTime roulette. One time I FaceTimed this rando, this rando, anyway, this girl that I didn't know that one of my friends knew, apparently, uh, I think they like were friends at one point, but anyway, she was like in New York for her birthday and we chatted it up and it was so fun. And then I met this other guy named Man Man and, uh, he was like living under a blanket and that was kind of strange, but I digress. But anyway, face, FaceTime roulette is really fun. It's easy and it's free. So that's a game I made up and. I hope that you you use it. Let me know how it goes. So with that being said, I just shared with you all the ways that I have learned to have fun. And I hope that this inspires you to have more fun in your day, to, to sprinkle more fun into, you know, your everyday life, into the present moment, into the right here, right now, 
you know, don't wait till vacation to have fun. Don't wait till the weekend to have fun. You get to have fun right now and it's going to make you feel good. It's going to make you feel happy and it's going to make the other people around you feel good and feel happy. And one thing that I wanted to point out here too is that everything that I talked to you about today, every single thing, these are things that you can do totally on your own. You don't need anybody else to do any of the things that I just told you. And that is something that I guess that's a gift that I have discovered from being single for most of my life and living, you know, I spend a lot of time alone. And so I've gotten really good at having fun by myself. And that is something that I want to share with you and empower you to do too, is just to have more fun with you. Because at the end of the day, you will always have you. You know, you came here with you and you will leave here with you. And that is a fact. And it is so important that you know how to have fun with you. And one more thing is everything that I talked about here on this podcast, it does not involve anything that costs money. Like this is free. Having fun is free. (laughs) You know, all of it is free and all of it doesn't involve alcohol or food or anything outside of you because as I talked about earlier I think learning how to generate joy just from you is so powerful and really gives you a level of confidence and unstoppability that I want you to experience so much because it feels so so good so with that being said episode number four is a wrap you can follow me at all things Mary Lacey Banks, please DM me your hot takes from this episode. And my friends, if you like this episode, if you enjoyed it, please share this with your friends so that more ears can get to listening on the podcast. Also, let the algorithm know that you like my show. Let them know this by giving me a rating, by giving me a review, and by following me on Spotify or Apple. So with that being said, I'm holding you so tight in a thought hug and we will talk next week. Bye.